Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United, along probably with quite a lot that you didn't. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. So you join us at Sealhane on a beautiful afternoon. Um, training pitch looks lovely and we're joined by Gary Johnson. Welcome, Gary. Did you manage to have a bit of a break in the summer? Do I look lovely as well. You do, you look fantastic. And Gary Johnson looks lovely. Um, <laughs> well, you were, modeling, right. you were modeling that shirt rather well in Marbella, oh, I thought. Oh, you saw that, did you? Nice oh, picture. That's good, yeah. Well, it's uh, anything I can do to get the yeah. name out there and uh, sort of new now, shirt. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. It is a nice shirt as well, to be fair to him. So I didn't mind wearing it in a posh holiday venue. It's very nice. Yeah, no, the, the, the training grounds is looking well, so credit to our groundsman Julian. And I, I saw it two or three weeks ago and I thought, oh my God, it's going to take a bit of work, but he certainly put the work in and uh, we've got three, three really nice areas now that we can, we can use up here at Silhane as well as having the South Devon College as well. And, uh, to answer your actual question, yes, I had a lovely summer Good. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, enjoyed myself and done a bit with the family and um, in a, as a group, and uh, me and my wife did a, a bit as a as well, different places. You were saying at the end of last season, I think it's one of the first things you said after we finished how important it is for everybody to clear up, to clear off, and have a proper yeah. rest and a break, no, and definitely. get away probably from each other. As no, exactly. Else. It, well, not me and the wife, no, yeah, no, me no. and the players. <laughs> You're <laughs> still talking, that's so probably I understand. Not time together they are all mates they had a little holiday together as well they had they? a little holiday together which yeah. was good yeah we gave them that as a as a well done um i'm pleased i haven't heard too much about it you know, i don't really want to hear about it but at least i didn't get caught what, when the, what, is the it, what goes station. on tour stays on well tour. that's what they say yeah exactly <laughs> to be honest with all the social media they did nothing felt filtered out of that no, they were well, um, i'd like to say i trust well. them but yeah. i won't say it and you know i'll make sure that nothing <laughs> comes in otherwise i look silly but um it's important to get away from each other um, because the, you know, was it absence makes the heart grow fonder, as it were, and uh, and and then they all look forward to coming back to being with each other again, and and then you get that camaraderie again. You know, they, for the first week, I've allowed them to call each other champs. Yeah, <laughs> just for the first week. Just for the first week <laughs> um, until we get really going and. Um, yeah, and, and the new boys, I mean, I know a couple of them anyway that have come in, obviously Jake Andrews and, and Manny, uh, Manny Dooku, so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been good and I can see straight away, because they've been together and haven't seen each other in a little while, they've bonded very quickly in the hard work, yeah. you know, because the first couple of days have been... Well, you, they're working pretty hard in the heat here, it's warm, isn't it? They've yeah, been working hard this morning? Yeah, we worked very, very hard this morning, it was a, a session where... Um, they will come back Douglas Bader, no legs. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah that's fine. And, uh, <laughs> Not allowed to say the name of his dog, though. Oh, okay, I won't. Then, I won't. But, um, yeah, so they, they've worked very hard, and then this afternoon is a little bit more technical. A bit of football, we try and give them a run in in the morning and football in the afternoon, and uh, and hope that they, that they can keep giving their best for every session that's what you want to do you know you don't want to be crawling the last 100 metres or something but they, they, 
we've got to be putting it in and, and showing us that they can go beyond the call of uh, duty. Now, right at the end of last season, you said won't be tied any of them that come back as members of your fat club. Yeah. No names, no pack drill. Are they, are they all under the weight? Your brother Pete is over. No, we weren't uh, talking about the back <laughs> uh, Look, fatty over there, Louis. <laughs> Louis Burke. Yeah, sure. You're in prime condition there, yeah. Barry. That's yeah, the main yeah, thing, very much, yeah. yeah. I was hoping you'd say that. Um, <laughs> and the last, no, to be fair, the first on the first day, the big test was a 1,400 metre run. Yeah. And, uh, and they all come just about looking and making sure that nobody drops below any sort of standard but uh, no they, they all had their uh, what are they calling them the, you know the tongs no, no the tongs where they, it, it shows how much uh, fat you've got yeah. in different oh, no. parts of your body and, then it, and, and they've all this come back brutal. yeah <laughs> and they've all come back um, with the right scores on, on that so that's, that's good actually yeah, I, I'm, right I'm still breathing in Gary just in case so we're, we're doing a 60 mile bike ride on yeah. Sunday, so oh, really? we've got to crawl around that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So the, the accent these first few days is much on fitness, as much on fitness as football? Yeah, it's more fitness. It's yeah. more fitness. Even when we do football, you're looking at closing down as, as much as you are the passing sort of thing. And, uh, uh, it's fitness. And you try and give them hard work to get team spirit, because if they work hard and they're all hating us, that brings the team together. They all have this, a common hate, <laughs> us, <laughs> us coaches. Um, but, you know, they soon get that camaraderie by pulling people through. And it's, listen, it's just like a boot camp in the army or anywhere else where, you know, you have to be... Suffer together, stay together. Cool, yeah, yeah, you have to be cool to be kind sometimes. And at other times, you, you, you know, you, you pat them on the back and... But they know that, and they, they trust what we're doing. Goalkeepers over there, and I recognise all of them. George is Burton is just is back with you, yeah. Training, which yeah, nice to see, isn't it? Yeah, and, exactly. Um, well, he's um, he needs to keep going. He enjoyed yeah. last year, and we want to. You try had a lot of time, and, didn't yeah. You? We said yeah. we'd try and find him. And they're both so keen, very brave goalkeepers, and that's going to be fun watching them, watching them yeah, to yeah, compete. Yeah. You know, so uh, and obviously Sean had a fantastic season last year. I was very proud of him when he came in. He won the job, and it meant George could stay. And we're joined by Peter Johnson as well. We had a family double on the podcast this week. Thanks very much for joining us. You're welcome. 
Suffering a little bit with hay fever? Yeah, struggling out here, very much so, and I'm doing a lot of gardening for the gaffer, so, yeah. Well, you West Londoners, you know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Give me bus Down smoke any day. <laughs> so, what's your role at this particular time of the season, with the players back together, the training getting back underway again, and not long to the first game? Yeah, well, we're, we're still uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's. There's still a couple to come in, obviously. There'll be yeah. a couple of loans and uh, we've got room for one or two signings still. So, But we're pleased with the lads that we've already got in. They're showing what they're doing. But my role, really, I'm still... Because we've got so much done last season and already this season, I'm always sort of one win ahead almost. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking... January, some of the boys I've spoken to in the summer, whether they're going to get in their sides in League One or yeah. Second Division, I'm still already looking at them to check, talking to them, and if they don't get in, they'll think yeah. about it. So, just having a few irons in the fire, and like I say, it's easy having already had 14, 15 signed on. Uh, I mean, a year, two years ago at uh, Cheltenham, we had to get a new 20. There was only Acer beat yeah. the cut and that was because he was injured <laughs> but uh, having seen him play now he probably would have beat the cut in a way but uh so that was tough but yeah. when you're only dealing with four five six players to get in it's uh, it's a lot easier and you can really make sure you know yeah so a summer break for you presumably your phone is never off though oh, is it? no no i've had a weekend away with a gaffer a little bit of golf um but really that's all it's yeah. been it's when day one comes around and we kick off maybe that's when i could maybe yeah. switch off for a week and uh but uh, it, it's full on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's full on through the through yeah. the summer. The phone don't stop ringing. I've had to turn it off for this because yeah. it would it would be going, yeah, for sure. So the group of players. I know Gary's spoken about the group of players buying into the whole talky philosophy, yeah. and you know they, they've all been together quite a while. Do you think that's important that you've got a unit, you've worked with them before, yeah. you know them pretty well? Massive, massive. I know that the gaffers in every one of their heads yeah. when they're running around that pitch. So it's like a voice in their heads, definitely, 100%, and that's, and that's so important. And when someone's not on that wavelength, it sticks out like a sore thumb, and he don't stand for it. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they all are, but I mean, the atmosphere out there looks pretty good today. Well, I mean, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for ability, athleticism, but more important is the attitude. Yeah. You know, and unless you've got a good bunch, you know, I remember we, you know, we was in, I can't name names, but we was in the championship, and Gal said, if you, yeah, he wanted to get rid of a bad egg. I said, "Gal, if we lose him, we get relegated." He said, "I'd rather yeah. get relegated." Really? And, yeah. Do that yeah. journey with this person, and yeah, we got rid of him and we got relegated. <laughs> <laughs> but that was out of the championship with yeah. with Yeovil, and, and we was punching well above our weight yeah. in the days. But you and he have seen an awful lot of pre-seasons over the yeah, years and, yeah. and, and have planned these things and yeah. lost sleep over yeah. people etc etc does it does this time of year July players coming back for training does it change and has it changed over the years have you had to sort of maybe oh, adopt dealing... a little bit of a different approach sometimes no. you think he does he, no he not, has? not really I think we, we stuck with it pretty I'm obviously agents are far more involved we try and talk to the player and then let them talk to their agent. That's what I do. I find the player first normally, and uh, and then let them talk to their agent if they want to. Sometimes if you go to the agent first, yeah, <laughs> it might not all go back to the to the player that you want to I say. See, and then yeah. once you've committed yourself to talking to the agent, it's hard then to go behind his back and talk to the player. So um, so there's a lot of ducking and diving goes on, and unfortunately sure I've had to go into that pit. Yeah. But 
you know, whatever that's probably yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. But, uh, but no I mean in your approach to pre-season uh, you know you've both you know I suppose that the easy phrase is old school isn't it but but I, one of the things yeah. I've noticed about Gary is is he may be 63 whatever he is and he may have been a manager for 30 years but he's a very modern thinking person isn't he yeah, well, he, he, uh, the, he isn't kind of I'm doing it this way and that's that yeah no the know, methods um, we've done the same are trying to get the team together early is always important yeah. gelling we rarely do we go into the first game and there's two new bodies that have just arrived so so it's about getting them done early getting them fit getting them talky fight or whatever you call it getting them into his mentality uh, things haven't changed much at all over the year. I don't, you know. Yes. You haven't noticed it, anyway. No, 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 no I haven't no. noticed it, and, no. and that's not to say it's old school because you don't change your winning formula. And no. it's been pretty successful, yeah. so yeah. you just keep going along them them ways. But without, it? you know, like a lot of people in football, I'm sure you've spoken to loads. I do, and they say you can't treat players quite like you used to years ago and all that kind of stuff and you nod and go well, well, well don't well, bring them ones in well, well. <laughs> oh, well, well, no, I hear point. it all the yeah, time yeah, yeah. I'll get many agents say to me he just needs an arm round him I said we'll send him somewhere else because yeah. we ain't we ain't going to change it we ain't going to deal with all these differently they can all cope with a gaffer and he makes you or breaks you he makes most he breaks a few yeah. but if you can keep that group together so we don't worry with them ones no. second chance stuff unfortunately that ain't us arms around the shoulder this no no yeah. we're um, we know, he knows how to deal with people he but does. you've got to be a slightly strong character well, look at all the players last year who I think one or, or one or two that hadn't had a great time at all and were question marks yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, about yeah. him. Jamie, for a start, yeah. had not had the best of a couple of years, had he, before Gary yeah, yeah, arrived. Yeah. Uh, I think the jury was out on Ruri. Not, not, yeah, not yeah, his yeah. spirit or his attitude. Everybody loved it, yeah, loved yeah, that, etc., yeah. etc. Yeah. End of last season, Ruri's won us about 12 points, yeah, and yeah. Jamie Reid's ended up with 30, yeah, 32 yeah, goals. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. Gary's obviously very good at, uh, he, as he says, pressing the right buttons. Yeah, and, um, and he's done that all the you know, all, all his, his career, career really, and yeah. I, I, even I, I stand back sometimes and think that's, that's unbelievable, he's sorted him right out, I, you know, I might have wanted to clip him round here and he sorted him out, and he sorts out all the, not dead wood, that sounds like a bad thing, but he does sort out all the, the ones that are not conducive help. to the club, that can't yeah. help anymore, yeah. and that goes from from players to staff, and uh, he goes, you know, eventually he don't have anyone who's negative around him, or any negatives, no. you know, so. Now one of the players that you uh, definitely found last year yeah. was Calvin Kalala yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. at Cheltenham. Now yeah. Manny Duka is another one yeah, that you, yeah. you found, and he Hayes also and has made the switch from Cheltenham. Yeah. Both players who you signed at Cheltenham, yeah. um, and I think both, by the, unless I'm reading too much in between the lines, were both disappointed that Gary and you had left Cheltenham yeah, quite yeah. quickly after yeah, you signed yeah. them. Calvin, obviously, very excited. Yeah. exciting player yeah. I think we all love yeah. him and, yeah, yeah. and can see the potential Manny's another hopefully yeah. are yeah. they uh, the fact that, uh, well uh, Calvin's French and Manny's Dutch isn't yeah. he but yeah. uh, do you kind of like I'm sure we hope that Calvin's going to build on what he did last year yeah. do you see those two as almost a pair that, 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 that no 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 don't, they... don't see them they're in both individuals they, yeah. they, it's just coincidence that you know they both come right. over here but we obviously rated them and and when we left Cheltenham, they, they were disappointed. And I know Calvin really, you know, once we left, because I found him out of nowhere, to be you honest. Did, yeah. And um, and he wanted to come with us. He knew that the gaffer believed in him. And we've seen, listen, he could be anything. Quite. He could be anything. You never see anyone who can beat players like, no. like Calvin can. No. And, 
And Dukes, you know, we got him from Hayes and Yedin at low level. Um, and as as we did Moisa, like the previous season. Also so, at Cheltenham, yeah. So, yeah. but uh, he was from Greenwich Borough, I think. Yeah, he? Dukes needs. He he's still got he's got a bit to learn, but he's definitely potentially got it. I watched him score a lot of goals for Hayes and Yedin, and he scored all different types of goals. And he had that natural little uh, disguise when you think he's going to hit it straight at the keeper, he delays it and then lifts it over you. And I like that, you know. And we brought him in, and he confidence was like, to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he was unfortunate to um, to not get on at Cheltenham, although he went to Halifax and Barnet and, and scored one in two at both places, I yeah. believe. You know that sort of ratio. So he's got to get his full-time body f- physicality together, and that's going to take him this pre-season, I'd imagine. And then let's hope you know he becomes another Moisa for us. You know. Good stuff. How many games do you reckon you'll see between now and August the third? Well, I, I sort of know. I normally see about two hundred in in a season. Yeah. So there's yeah. So you've got a busy summer ahead. And that's without the ones. That's yeah. without the ones that I've been watching on Y Scout and uh, Instant <laughs> yeah. and all them. So yeah, the games change. So a bit, I'm watching all yeah. that a lot, a lot. What I tend to do is look at that first before I. Waste me time, yeah. You know, what I mean, I already right, so yeah, so I try and do that, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been good talking to you, it's oh, a bit pleasure. of an insight into um, into a job that a lot of people probably don't know a great deal about. Yeah, so, um, I think yeah. as well, it's, uh, you know, you, you've I think nearly all talkie supporters know you now, they know yeah, the sight yeah. of you because yeah. you've been to a lot of home yeah. games, but uh, it's nice for them to, to hear the voice yeah, behind sure, the man, and sure. uh, um, yeah. yeah, good luck. and. Uh, no, now we've got one or two others to come in and uh, yeah, fingers yeah, crossed with them. Yeah, yeah, if we can just do the one or two more we need to do. Yeah. I mean, listen, we could start tomorrow and, and be yes, competing. Yes. Um, if we can just do them one yeah. or two that makes us just that little bit better. And Okay, well, just me and Dave now. That was a bit of an unexpected bonus to talk to both Gary and Peter Johnson. Today. I think it's it's brilliant, isn't it, that, that um, uh, people are able to, to hit Pete, particularly, with no disrespect to Gary, he's the man, but um, Pete is such an important part of that team. Yeah. And uh, it was really nice, A, to see him here. And I, I, B, I that he was more than willing to come and have a chat, which hopefully people will have found interesting. I hadn't met him before. Both of them are absolutely steeped in football, aren't they? They're, um, You're telling me they're two peas from a pod. Yeah, and um, well, what they yeah. they've forgotten about <laughs> more about the game than the likes of uh, most other people, including you and me, will ever know. So, um, and uh, they always say, the more I deal with with Gary, particularly because that's almost on an almost daily basis. Yeah, but people like Pete as well, and Aaron, um, and of course, <laughs> you know. They are here now, but the club has had many very good managers and coaches over the years. But the, the more I, I never uh, cease to be surprised at the stuff that they see and they yeah. spot yeah. that the rest of us don't. It's it's astonishing. Just when you think that you've kind of like got a player sorted in your own mind and yeah. for good and bad and difference, Gary will all all of a sudden on a training day will say something. You go. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, 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 and he's he's he obviously, yeah. and that's the professional and the depth of knowledge that you're dealing with, and um, yeah, there's not much gets past these no. two. <laughs> Very impressive indeed. So uh, we were going things we were going to talk about this week. We need to talk about Jake Andrews. Yeah, what a signing that could turn out to be. Well, particularly since you're talking about a lad who's 21 years old who's turned down a, a final year of a contract at Bristol City. Yeah. Um, uh, you know. He, he's, he could easily have stayed at Bristol City. 
which is, let's face it, quite a nice club to be at, yeah, at the Championship yeah, yeah. Club, and then gone out on loan again. I know there were at least two clubs that I'm aware of that were desperate yeah. or very but very keen to have him on loan, put it like at that. At National League level at or higher? National League yeah, level, yeah. yeah. Um, and he said, no, I'm going to give up that year's contract, I'm going to sign a two-year contract to come back to Torquay, where obviously he had a really terrific season. Um, was in right at the start, don't forget. He was yeah. Gary Hour signing. Um, but of course, he had worked at Cheltenham because Gary Johnson had had him at had him at Cheltenham yeah. on loan, uh, and I, I I was always intrigued by their relationship because I remember a day at, at Dulwich Hamlet uh, midway through last season, about Christmas time last year, when they the last game at Tooting against Dulwich Hamlet. Yeah, um, horrible day. That was the day Gary Gary got the players out on the pitch, forking the pitch before the game to try <laughs> and make a particularly bad area playable because <laughs> it looked as if it might be yeah. called off, and. Midway through first, second half, something like that. I can't quite remember which half it was in, but Gary wasn't happy mm. with the way it was going, and he he pulled all the. I think uh, there was a player injured over the far side. It was a day when Sean McDonald had a hell of a game, by the way. United yeah. won two 0 in the end, and he pulled all the players over for a little talk, and he absolutely steamed into Jake Andrews. You could see it. You know, it was yeah. finger pointing. It was you know, etc. All you all you couldn't hear was the actual words coming out, but you could imagine them. <laughs> And the, they've got this relationship between them where they're both quite strong characters. Uh, uh, Jake is a you know, strong lad. Yeah. And yeah. they bring the best out of each other, I think. Well, certainly Gary brings the best out of him. Yeah. He knows he can get stuck into Jake and Jake won't roll over and kick his well, legs you, in the air. You, you can see on and the pitch that Jake's got an opinion. Abs you? Absolutely. He, yeah, it's a yeah. two-way thing. Yeah. I think a couple of times at Playmore, one or two fans will remember last year, Gary having a little word yeah. and Jake yeah. shouting back at him a couple of times. Whoa, here we go. You know, I'd like to be in, the, in at half-time on this one. Um, but look, he's, he's a tremendously talented player. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's got a left foot that will carry him all the way through his career as long as he looks after himself, which I'm sure he will here. Um, uh, he, he's got so much potential. He can score goals. He's great at arriving in the box at the right time when the ball's on the other side of the pitch. Yeah. Um, he can, you know, he can shoot. One of the goal of the season contenders at Eastbourne. Just a, a um, you know, you think of what he might achieve over the next couple of yeah. years with this management and with this driving and, and, and all that sort of stuff. I think he's, a, he's and he can play in more than one position. He can play mm. wide left, although he's obviously. I think even he would admit he's probably not quite quick enough to be an out-and-out -out winger. But there were times last season when the, when any two from the three of Davis, Dixon and Andrews yeah. was basically running the show down that side of the pitch. Uh, he can play left-centre midfield. Uh, you know, what's not to like? No, absolutely. Good, good, good signing, that. Very pleased about that one, indeed. Um, the... One person who has left the club is Dan Feasy, or is leaving. He is the leaving. Club. Yes, Dan Feasy. Yeah, which is which yeah. is a, is, a, is a real disappointment. That I, 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 the the he was one of the unsung heroes of last season in a way. You know, the, the physio at a small lower division football club. Or sorry, not a small, but a lower division football club. He works as hard as anybody in the whole club. Yeah. You know, it, it, from August until May, it's pretty much a seven day a week job. Even the days off, if players are injured and they need yeah. rehab and all yeah. that sort of stuff, he has to be available. Um, I'll bet, 
I, I, I bet Dan Feasy didn't get more than seven or eight days off okay. during the course of the whole of last season. Uh, and 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 that experience will be repeated by physios up and down the country. Yeah. Gareth Law was the same. Yeah. Damien Davy was the same. And and so, but he's going to Exeter to re, to link yeah. up with Gareth Law again. Our, our loss is very much their gain. Yes, isn't it? absolutely. Um, and you know the search. I know they've got at least one person possibly in mind for for his replacement. But obviously there's a little bit more urgency about that now. Uh, Exeter. Um, Gary tells us of uh, allowing Dan to sort of remain with us uh, with, with yeah. United um, whilst that search yeah. is going on but one of the big things of course is with all this medical information about players um, it's very you know scientific yeah. now uh, yeah. that Dan Feasy will obviously have to spend quite a lot of time passing all that information over yeah bringing helping whoever takes over to, to move in and that and that will be a very important little spell it's more than just a bucket and a sponge isn't it it certainly is <laughs> well, they, it may have been at one time yeah now we were watching the goalkeepers training just now um, up on the training pitch here it's lovely here again isn't it I'm not, I'm not going to go on about it honestly because they've been taking the mickey out of it in me ever since but there are Swifts and House Martins around and Ah, oh, it's lovely. Anyway, goalkeepers up there. Sean McDonald was talking to you the other day about trying to work within these new rules that we talked about last well, week. Well, particularly on the pe- where on the penalties, penalties are concerned. Yeah. I think most of our listeners and, and friends will, will have been watching the Women's World Cup and um, uh, there's been a bit of, uh, whoops, here we go. This could get a bit interesting. It's descended uh, Gary's also times, been making one or two yes. comments about the new, uh, some of the new rules. Um, poor old referees they're the ones who have to sort it out yeah, won't they yeah. um, but no the, 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 Sean was, was <laughs> as he was very he said well, they don't make it any easier for us goalies do they Absolutely I think he called not. it a catch 22 situation yeah. didn't he yeah. at, at goal kicks and as, a, course, as he pointed out you can't save a penalty going backwards you can only save it going forwards yeah. to, with the leap so he said the only situation is it, well, we'll just have to start behind the goal line yeah but uh, we talked about this last week, didn't we? And the rule kind of prevents you from doing that, doesn't it? It appears to. Yeah. But, you know, uh, interesting, isn't it? That uh, um, uh, Was it that, that the VAR is only in the Premier League next season, yeah. isn't it? It's not in the Championship. Yeah. And yeah. I noticed even today, uh, they were, I saw a piece saying that they are definitely not going to have VAR in the Championship playoffs even though it would be available yeah. because it would be wrong not to have it during the course of the season and then suddenly, then suddenly to throw it into I, that. I understand that. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I can't. I agree with Sean. Why not? They didn't leave it alone. Well, I, yeah. I do not know. It, it was difficult enough for referees to yeah. police the two feet on the line at the same time. Uh, and now they're being asked to, to, to rule, particularly without VAR. Uh, and I mean, I don't know about you, I... I it's the old fart thing coming over now, but I haven't enjoyed VAR, the Women's World Cup. No. This, this, this breaks it up too much. It breaks it up too much. It hasn't always led to um, to justice being served either, has correct. it? Correct. Uh, you know, and of course, you are dealing... OK, you may have a camera, you may have a screen, and you may have a, a video replay, but you're dealing with human beings watching it. Yeah. And... and uh, you know the 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 penalty was it the, the one where it had to be retaken even though uh, yes, it was missed the Scotland the Scotland game, yeah. the, Scotland yeah. game. Um, uh, the, the player misses the penalty yeah. doesn't hit the target no, the keeper doesn't yeah. save it and he gets another chance yeah well it's eh? 
Come did, on. The, the whole of the end of that game fell to pieces for through completely poor referee, absolutely poor officialdom. And, and by the way, isn't it one of the officials' jobs to make sure that none of the attacking players come into the penalty area at the yeah. taking of the penalty? Well, there was. Yeah. yeah. Well, why didn't VAR pick that up? You know, and and you you you. you you can't keep going down this road of, of trying to search for a perfect world when it's an imp- when it's mm. not quite right. Everybody works very hard. The referees do their absolute best, good, bad, and indifferent, you know, etc., etc., etc. The only time I I mean, have have any promotions, championships, and relegations been actually decided on horrendous decisions? On a particular day, a cup final might be, a cup tie might be, because that's one-off games. But Wasn't there a Leeds-West a... Brom game once? That, yeah, that's, that's oh, going no, back no, a bit. Absolutely. Well, uh, poor old Chesterfield in the FA Cup, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the ball was over the line. We all know it was now. But but um, uh, that's why I yeah. said cut. But over the course of a season, these yeah. things do tend to, to even themselves out. And, and anyway, need... if you didn't have this sort of stuff, what would people like us be talking about? What would fans be yeah. talking about in, in the pubs afterwards? If you're going to get, you know, a, it's a fool's paradise, isn't it? You are never going to get it perfect. No. You're never going to get every decision right. Because, by the way, there's a little bank of two and three people sitting in those screens in an office somewhere away from the stadium, and they can get it wrong. Yeah. You need common sense referees. You need more Paul Durkins back in the game. Well, absolutely. But a referee who quite I'm, often I'm, got things wrong, but did so for the right reasons. Well, and, and you know, let's face it. Nowadays, it seems that the referees who tick all the boxes... Yeah get on quicker than the ones who are actually really good at handling the matches yeah. and calming yeah. everybody down and getting the players through the games it's the guys that wave the cards and give all those you know the decisions where you could play on yeah that, the, yeah. that seem to get on on quicker but um, there we go Crazy. end of rant end of rant indeed I had a question a question from a listener this week Godalming Gull um, was asking about the, the likelihood of live radio coverage or who might be presenting it this season uh, well, now, now that we're back up in the National League again yeah um, I'm, I haven't had any information at all on whether the BBC are doing commentaries again all I do know is that United's own radio commentaries are definitely going ahead this season whether the BBC do it or yeah. not so, um, the and they've been really good, let's be fair. They've been very, well, really, very really kind good of you last guys. season. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I used to sit on most of them with Patrick, and, yeah. and pat, hats off to Patrick Tinkler, uh, somebody who, who grasped it yeah. uh, with, with very little experience and uh, very nervously for quite a while. Uh, because obviously it was such a needed service mm. and so many supporters wanted to tune into it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for somebody who, who hadn't had much, if any, experience of that sort of thing, he did a pretty good job I in the it's, end. It's been terrific. Um, and, uh, but that is definitely continuing. Uh, but I'm, I, I have no more info about whether the B, BBC are, are, uh, are going to resume their service yet. We'll ask them. We, 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 we will yeah. ask Well, them come on, you. B, just let us know. Yeah, yeah. they'll be listening. Yeah. So, with just a few days left now, the, the fixtures come out next Wednesday. Yeah, so by the time we podcast next week, we'll have the fixtures. We'll have much to, to discuss to digest. On that We certainly will. And then it's just a week until the first friendly. So it's all beginning to build up quite nicely, which just gives us time to finish off your dream team oh. that we've been discussing for the last few weeks. <laughs> we've done the goal. We've done manager. We've only got two. two, two we've only got the strikers to go. Everybody. Just the strikers to go. Yeah. Two strikers. Uh, but an illustrious list of those who who didn't make it into the, the first. The eleven. short list, yeah, was um, 
John Rudd or Mike. This is refresh everybody's memories. This is a team to play for my life. Yes, of course. Uh, the short list of of strikers uh, because things we must forget that mustn't mustn't forget that uh, Rodney Jack. We classed him as a winger. He did even though one or two others and quite right two would have had him up front. Um, in my time, Robin Stubbs. Yes. John Rudge. Didn't they? They were. They alternated, and they wasn't. Robin Stubbs was here, then went away. John Rudge came in. Yes, after Robin Stubbs, he was, Stubbs just, he was Stubbs' in. replacement. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Willie Brown. Yes. Um, Dave Caldwell. Yeah. David Graham. Yeah. Tim Sills. Of course. Paul Dobson. Paul Dobson. Yeah. And Steve Cooper. So and that's the shortlist. That's the shortlist. From which you for have me. to pick two. two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to play for your life. To play for my life. On a wet Tuesday evening at Playmore. Uh, well, uh, you, you've had your team out on the wet Tuesday. I have. Yeah, that's this, true, this, yeah. this, this, this is a Saturday afternoon <laughs> when my life is on the line. <laughs> uh, and the two that I've gone for yeah. uh, are Steve Cooper yeah. um, and Robin Stubbs. Okay. Explain. Um, I want somebody brave up front. Yeah. And there's nobody braver than Steve Cooper. Suicidally brave. <laughs> um, terrific in the air. Yeah. Uh, I don't think until Kevin Hill arrived that we'd seen anybody that could, quote, hang, close quotes, quite look no, quite I like know Steve. What you mean. Yeah. Steve Cooper could. How do players do that? Well, if we knew how to do that, we'd be good for Extraordinary. It, yeah. it, that the spring in his. Yeah. Ankles and lower legs was astonishing for a guy who was never much more than about 5'11", 6' mm. foot possibly. Uh, and when you think that his partner up front, Les Lawrence, was 6' foot 3, yeah. um, uh, aided by a, a fantastic afro haircut which made him look about 7', about foot, seven tall. foot Yeah. Uh, and Cooper was better in the air than, <laughs> than Les Lawrence. Uh, the two of them, by the way, were coached yeah. and were made into the, the combination they were by John Rudge who of course yeah. was United's coach at the time. Okay. He was a classier centre forward than either of them, to be perfectly honest with you. John Rudge I loved. Yeah. He was always quite injury prone. Um, a wonderful target man, technically brilliant. Yeah. Um, back in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, when United were playing in League One, of course. Uh, very unselfish and very good in the air himself. And through hour after hour after hour, he coached Cooper yeah. and Lawrence to become the force they were. But I'm going for Steve Cooper. Um, one or two of the others, Willie Brown, well, the United fans who watched through the mid-70s yeah. uh, will always tell you that Willie Brown was the best finisher going and, and uh, uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily not argue with that. Uh, argue with that. I thought he was tremendously entertaining, wasn't he? He, he, was, a always, real, he was a showman, wasn't always he? Always played a, real a smile on his face, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, and a terrific goal-scoring record as well. I mean, he could, he could put them away. Yeah. Uh, like no other. Uh, the combination of Caldwell and Dobson yeah. uh, towards the end of the 1980s. Paul Dobson, funnily enough, he scored 42 goals in two seasons at Playmore. That's a pretty good the goal. The first year it? to yeah. keep us up yeah. in the Football League and the second year when United went so close to promotion under Cyril Knowles. Astonishing record. The, the fact that he could miss them with the best of them was only an indication of how often he got in. Yeah. He, 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 he was tremendously quick, game, work rate, always going on the end of things. Okay, so he could, glaring misses yeah. sometimes, but you can't argue with that. 
There are some people who will definitely tell you that Dave Caldwell would be the man to play for your life. Uh, I'd have me issues about whether he could, whether we could keep him on the pitch for uh, he might the full well 90 be suspended minutes. for the crucial game. Well, oh dear, yes, yeah. and we'd have to think think yeah. again about that. Look, fantastic player, and what a shame that a player of his talent ended up becoming better known for his disciplinary yeah. Uh, yeah. record rather than. I mean, just a wonderful, wonderful centre forward when he really put his mind to it. But trouble seemed to follow him wherever he went. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I loved the guy and always will, and so did nearly all all the United fans who watched him then. He he was a we had never seen anybody quite like him at Torquay had he, before he arrived. I remember when when Sir Ronald signed him, he said he'll either be a disaster or he'll be the talk of the town. That was the the, yeah. the the phrase he used, and of course within a month or two he was the talk of the Absolutely town. Absolutely the talk of uh, the town. So those two, uh, Tim Sills. Yeah. When. United were relegated to the conference in 2007. Paul Buckle went out and got himself the best centre-forward in the National League or the conference in those days, and Tim Sills was it. Um, very underrated. Clever player as clever, well, wasn't he? Exactly. Very, a, a not, bit of a thinker. Absolutely. Yeah. And not the quickest, as we all know. Prolif prodigious in the air. Yeah. Um, and an absolute cornerstone of the four years, of yeah. four good years that United uh, enjoyed under, under, the, under Buckle. I'd slip in a name of a uh, just before we get back to Robin Stubbs of Avian Williams. Yeah. Uh, I thought when he he arrived from I think it was Barry Town Barry Town. I signed him yeah. from paid quite a lot of money for yeah. him. What a finisher he was. He he didn't play in a great side or at a great time. Do you think scoring a hat trick on his debut was a bit of a millstone around his neck for a I while? don't think particularly. I, it was just that if if he had played in a better team, yeah. which was making more chances, he would have absolutely filled his boots. He he was so cool in front of goal. It it, it wasn't true. Just a natural finisher, a bit like Tommy Tynan. Mm. Yeah. But to go with Cooper, I have to go with Robin Stubbs, who for me had everything. As 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 a, as a centre forward, yeah. <laughs> old-fashioned centre forward striker, which we'll call them now, he had absolutely everything. He was built like a brick outhouse. He was quick. Yeah. He could turn. He could shoot with either foot, and he could head it. Uh, and and uh, how United ever got got him from Birmingham City? He'd already been a first-team player at Birmingham yeah. City. They were in. I think they were in the what's now the championship then or the first division he played for Birmingham in what's now the Europa League yeah. um, uh, and United I know that there was a very good connection between Birmingham City and Torquay in those days uh, but United got him the goals speak for themselves I mean it was just ridiculous how many goals he scored and not just on the field I mean if there's one player who kind of epitomises Chalky United in inverted commas is Robin Stubbs, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. He's got there's that in fantastic, the modern era, fantastic yeah. picture of him emerging from an MGB or whatever it is. Well, which is, is it, on, it on was my the swinging sixties, wasn't it? And and he just he was good looking. He liked some fun. Uh, uh, he always told me that when he first came down from Birmingham, you know, which which he'd left in the rain from New Street Station on the on the train, he got out at Torquay Station. The palm trees were waving in the breeze. He had uh, he was a little bit early. He strolled across to the road. There was an awful lot of bikinis on tour, Abbey Sands, and then Tony Boyce, who was the director at that time, later yeah. became chairman, turned up in his Rolls Royce and drove him to his hotel. And I remember Robin said. I'm not leaving this. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do and for me. That'll yeah. do for me, yeah. and because uh, he hadn't actually signed at the time, and uh, uh, talk, he he could have left so many times. Yeah. Bigger clubs in for him, and never particularly wanted to. In the same way that Steve Cooper never really wanted mm. to leave either. 
uh, and became Mr. Torquay. Yeah. Um, when he and Anthea Redfern, who obviously later went on to marry Bruce Forsyth, got married at... Uh, uh, he was the celebrity. <laughs> the cameras were there yeah. because Robin Stubbs was getting married. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just... Uh, he was right man, right time, right club. Good stuff. Yeah, well, I... I, I, I can't better that I mean that's 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 the it's fitting that that's the ultimate pick in this particular um, dream team and I isn't think. it great that he still is a regular still at playing more, play more and yeah. um, you know <laughs> watches in that seen it all <laughs> look in his eyes yeah um, my goodness uh, it's it's if ever people wonder whether football now is better or not than it was then Believe you me, Robin Stubbs in full cry would rip yeah. lower division football apart. It's in, an interesting in debate, league. isn't it? It, it, it yeah. is. Yeah. He, he had everything. Good stuff. And remember that that dream team, David's, mine, and lots of others as well, from plenty of other people, are over on talkytalk.com. And some great choices there are in there, there as are. well. Yeah. Very contentious as yeah. well. It's, it's well it's kept us going all summer hasn't it <laughs> thank you, goodness you, that <laughs> thank you very much for yeah. that you can hear the shouts and you can hear the football and you can hear the traffic i hope you've been able to hear us over the wind noise unfortunately we don't have one of those fluffy microphone things that the professional broadcasters have so you'll uh, you'll have to put up with us being out here in the wind hopefully you've been able to hear enough to make this an enjoyable podcast um i'm not going to go on about how lovely it is out here because you might be sat in an office somewhere or in an underground train or something like that but uh Thank you very much for joining us here in the sunshine at Seal Hay. Roll on the fixtures. Roll on the fixtures next Wednesday when we really will have much to discuss. In the meantime... Maybe another... Maybe another, maybe another signing? Uh, signing by yeah. then, I think. Yeah. Fingers crossed, dot, dot, dot. But in the meantime, as ever, come, come on, on, you, you yellows. yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.